0: We've got podcasting. It's just funny as hell. This is all over again. This is the Morning Sickness Podcast. Yeah, boy! Only on 957therock.com.
1: Eight most common types of April Fool's Day pranks, Shaw. Okay. Uh, number eight, toilet humor prank. Uh, like the cellophane on the toilet seat putting fake poop on someone's desk. Or in their coffee, maybe.
2: I think there's a cellophane locker thing going on today. You, no, no it, one of the kids. Your house? No, at school. Mm. A locker where instead of the doorway where you put the cell, yeah. you do oh, it on the, in right. the inside of the locker, I think. That's uh,
1: what. Number seven on the eight most common types of April Fool's Day pranks an elaborate prank that you film for YouTube, um, a make things inaccessible prank like putting a stapler in jello, which again mm. we've <sighs> done, mm. food related prank like toothpaste in an Oreo. You got to be careful with those, though. You never know what people are allergic to, and you don't want to, I mean, man, you don't want to have somebody vomiting all over the place. Uh, Prank phone calls at number four. Three, (laughs) lying pranks, like telling your significant other that you're pregnant. I see a lot of that on the internet today, Shaw. Uh, Scare tactics, like putting fake spiders uh, in someone's chair. And then eh, number one, I get
2: that. Whoopie cushion, <clears throat> fart noises, the Number fart one
1: uh, on the list of the eight most common uh, types of April Fool's Day pranks, uh, mind game pranks like rearranging someone's furniture and pretending nothing looks out of the <laughs> ordinary.
3: <laughs> That's funny. What are you talking about?
1: If we wanted to do the uh, the cups of water. So you take like little tiny, you know, like 10 uh, ounce cups. 60 cups,
2: Sean, yeah. put water and you start at yeah. the back of a room and then you move Working all the way f- f- forward.
1: So, yeah, and then you leave them on the floor like that. That's always fun. Mm-hmm. Um, Factor Bullcrap, April Fool's edition. Oof. What do you know about April Fool's? Not much. All right. It started in 1763 when King George III played a prank on his wife. Is that
3: Factor bullcrap? I'm going to say bullcrap. Nobody
1: knows exactly how April Fool's Day started. Some experts think it started in 1582 huh? when France switched over from the Julian calendar. And it took people months to find out. <laughs> Others think it goes back even farther to spring festivals in ancient Rome. Hmm. But yeah, no real uh, point of origin there for April Fool's Day. Factor Bullcrap, April Fool's Day edition, Shaw. The guy who invented the whoopee cushion also invented uh. the first flushable toilet. Is that Factor Bullcrap?
3: i going to say, I think the guy who invented the toilet was uh, the name Crapper. Uh, I'm going to say Bullcrap.
1: Hoo-ah! You're right, 100. Both both counts. The whoopee cushion, invented by employees at a rubber company in Toronto in the 1920s, Thomas Crapper. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Usually gets credit for inventing the first flushable toilet in the 1880s, even though he didn't. It dates back to the late 1500s, apparently. Crapper. <laughs> <laughs> you don't hear about too many people with the last name Crapper, Crapper anymore, Shaw. Do you? Factor Bullcrap April Fool's Day edition in England. April Fool's Day considered rude uh, to prank someone in the afternoon. Huh. Morning, okay. Afternoon, it's rude though. That, that sounds correct?
3: British. I'll say fact. Hoo-ah.
1: Yeah, don't. I'm yeah. having
2: tea and crumpets, and I can't be bothered.
1: You're supposed to reveal your pranks by noon. You're not supposed to pull any new pranks after mm-hmm. that, Shaw. So do your That'd pranks be a perfect early. Time to
2: do it. Afternoon, they wouldn't be expecting.
1: It. Right. That's mm-hmm. the best part about doing the pranks when no one expects them is that they don't expect them. Number four, back to bullcrap. The most common April Fool's Day prank in pr- in France. Is to tape a paper fish to someone's back. Is that fact or bullcrap? <laughs> you know, like a peep.
3: kick me, those, me sign. Those but French a people fish? are getting wild that and seems crazy. Guys. I'll say bullcrap. Uh,
1: so random, it's true. Yeah. Apparently, it's an April Fool's Day tradition in France, Italy, Belgium, and Canada. Shot fish so. on your
3: back, huh? Look at. Yeah, right
1: I don't, I don't. Yeah, boy. Some real hijinks there. Really going out there. You guys are cuckoo. Uh, last one here, Shaw. Oh, is there a
2: fish on my bag? <laughs> you no, got man. me again. <laughs> oh, shucks, darn it all.
1: Uh last one, Shaw. April Fool's Day edition of Factor Bullcrap. Richard Branson of Virgin Airlines. Yeah. Once got arrested for an April Fool's Day prank. Is that Factor Bullcrap? I could believe that. Let's say fact. -ah. Back in the 90s, he hired someone to steal all of his business partner's furniture. The guy didn't press charges, but Richard spent the night in jail.
0: The greatest show on earth. The best, the best of the morning sickness. It certainly
3: doesn't have the ethical content that I think they should have. And cops in New Jersey got a call about a guy who got into a fight with himself. 37-year-old man, Jason Kramer, was in the parking lot of a convenience store, punching himself in the face. Uh, not shadow boxing, No. The first rule of Fight Club Shaw is yes. you don't talk Hate yourself. about Fight Club. When a crowd gathered, he then raised the stakes by whipping out his junk. Oh. Cops came and he was arrested for lewdness. They say, yes, he was under the influence of something, but they're still not sure just what it was. Mm. Punching yourself in the face. How about some of this then? Yeah, back off, pal. Don't hit yourself. Don't hit yourself. Why are you hitting yourself? <laughs> stop Again, hitting yourself. First, don't hit
2: yourself.
1: First rule of Fight Club: shows. stop yeah. hitting
3: yeah.
2: yourself. Don't talk about Fight Club. That's right. You hitting yourself? We have just lost cabin pressure. That's a favorite. That's a sibling thing, right there. Oh, yeah. uh, that's a bigger sibling. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't want it. Why you stop hitting yourself? <laughs> I don't want to hit myself uh, anymore. <laughs> stop making me hit myself.
1: As an only child, that was some of my my. My best entertainment was going to Donut's house and watching him and his sisters fight each other. Because right. you didn't it. have anybody to fight with. Oh, well, my dad fought me, but I wasn't no. much of a fight. That was a
2: beating. That wasn't a fight. Yeah, that yeah, wasn't, that. wasn't was as much, much fun as one, this.
1: Well, not as fun, no. There wasn't it's as much fun.
2: Siblings sitting
0: in holding one down. Well, on and the,
1: he, yeah. he was such an instigator, you know what I mean? <laughs> Carol would walk by and he'd smack her on the <laughs> rear end, and then she <laughs>
0: <"Quit for fun." laughs> And then
1: she'd turn around and slap him, and then Wendy would come over and he'd give her a... You know, a Charlie horse or something, and she'd jump on him, and next thing you know, he's fighting the three sisters, and a mom would come (laughs) in, seal, and she'd just be screaming at him. You're just the audience. And I just loved it. Same with uh, my buddy Bricky, his sister Jen. You know, she was younger, and so we would all, you know, hang out and play basketball whatever, and of course, you know, she wanted to to beat us at bat, and she she was younger and smaller and just wasn't going to happen, and so he would always... Just egg her on, you know, and push her and Mm -hmm. steal the ball and just throw it. And I mean, Mm -hmm. and she got so, and she'd chase him around. I just laughed and laughed and laughed. It was fun.
0: Good times. Ryan. Come on. Gene. Let's go. And Shaw giving you the best they've got. (laughs) No, really.
3: What did you have for dinner last night, Chuck? Let's see. What did I have for dinner last night? I had uh, nachos, actually. Nachos? Mm -hmm. Wow. Did you make them yourself or buy them? I made them. Wow. What was on your nachos? Uh, taco meat and refried beans mm-hmm. and onions and mm-hmm. jalapenos and cheese and guac. Uh, guac, yes. Sour cream. Sour cream. Nice. And salsa. Jean had some kind of veggie stir fry. Is that what you mm-hmm. said? Yeah. And
1: then I made a, a shrimp, uh, like a Cajun shrimp sheet pan thing. Probably seen it on the internet shop. Mm-hmm. Asparagus, the- red pepper, green pepper, yeah, onions, yeah, shrimp,
2: uh,
1: some uh, kielbasa mm-hmm. in there. Mixed it all up with some Cajun seasoning. Mm-hmm. Sounds good. Sheet pan with some lemons on top, and then mm-hmm. threw that in the oven. Uh, Sounds was easy. Really, really good. Um, I did not know this, but I was just reading this the other day. Uh, different pastas work better with different sauces. Sure. So, oh, like yeah. when you go to the when you go to the the pasta place, wherever you go, whether it's Olive Garden or, sure. or any of those, why places, does
2: fettuccine come with Alfredo? Right.
1: You don't usually get fettuccine with with spaghetti spaghetti
0: sauce.
1: Or- right. But uh, they're saying that uh, different pastas work better with different sauces. Shaw. Yes. Mm-hmm. Spaghetti works well with tomato-based sauces. So you're doing that one right. Linguini and angel hair pasta are also good choices. Yummy, yummy. yummy. Um, angel hair pasta best option for seafood sauces. Uh, thinner, lighter yeah. noodles mm-hmm. match the lightness of it's the sauce. Light sauce. Yeah, a yeah, little better than other pastas. Fettuccine, of course, goes with the Alfredo. Uh, usually a light cream sauce, so that's another one you're probably doing right. Spaghetti, pretty versatile. So if you're in a pinch and you don't have any uh, fettuccine, you can throw right. some spaghetti in there. Mm-hmm. But those flat noodles uh, do well with that cream sauce. Penne and other tube-shaped pastas go best with sauces that are like really meaty, really meaty. Bolognese. Got if those you ridges. And... Yep, a lot of meat. Uh, penne might be a better choice. Uh, and then Makes corkscrew. Uh corkscrew pasta like Rotini and Fusilli, uh, best with a pesto shaw. Mm. Uh, the grooves hold on to the oil and herbs a little bit better. Although,
2: I'm Why not picky. Yeah. If I, <laughs> give
1: me if a I... pasta and a
2: sauce and yes. I, I'm not going to complain.
1: One way or the other, I'll make it happen. Yep. Yeah, they're saying that, um, I, I, I got to be honest, uh, for me personally, if you give me a, a creamy like cheese uh, sauce, like a macaroni and cheese I prefer shells opposed to elbow macaroni. Mm-hmm. I just feel like it's like a it's like,
3: like a, a little hidden packet repository of the, for the cheese sauce.
1: <laughs> well, yeah, it's sort of like
3: when you it get those get scoops in there.
1: for your for your uh, you know your salsa shot. You know, yep. you get a little bit more chance to get. I, I get it. You know, that's really the, what I'm going for there is mm-hmm. the delivery system mm. for the cheese. You know, it's like how can I get more cheese?
2: I could have a surprise where it's just filled with cheese on yeah, the inside,
1: like that one Dorito that's just oh, like super it's duper it's tank raw, red. Yeah. Just, oh my goodness, got all the dusting, <laughs> the magic dusting on Makes it. Makes it a lucky. Day. For you shake the bag around looking for that one, and you're like, "Oh, should the I eat it now or save that it?" That has
2: all the folds. Oh like yeah, kettle this... cooked where it's all like folded mm-hmm. up the... into the. F- where well, you get the potato
1: and... chip with the extra bubbles on it from when it boiled, mm. and you know that one's <laughs> extra salty or greasy, and it's like, oh, the flavor."
2: <laughs> get out of here! That's my, <laughs> yeah. my, mine, my, 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 mine,
1: I do the same thing when I get the cheese. Uh, you get the uh, cheese checks mix, you know, the cheddar one, and they get the little uh the corn checks yeah, in there or whatever they the corn crispies. And then the real super duper orange ones are the ones that have all the, che- that got inside of where I the think little grooves are. We were hungry.
2: We went from yeah, pasta no right kidding. to s- snacks, right to, right to, and we, without us missing a beat.
1: We can't be the only people out there, though, that shake the bag looking for that Dorito. You Breakfast
2: know? pasta should be a thing.
1: Mm. I think it is. Isn't is it? it
2: a thing? It is now.
1: Breakfast spaghetti. Do you get spaghetti? cheese and eggs and sausage spaghetti. in there? Spaghetti. I don't know about spaghetti. I think I'm thinking like a noodle, like a like a more of like a, a elbow or a rotini uh, or a rotel or something like that. Uh, can you get like a ziti stuffed with, uh, can you do a breakfast lasagna? Sure. Why aren't you doing this? Why aren't you writing this down? <laughs> I'm sorry, breakfast
2: lasagna. Got it. Make Got this it. tomorrow. Ravioli. Drink. You could do like breakfast, breakfast ravioli. ravioli. That's a lot of
1: work. You do. The, I mean, <laughs> not that a lasagna isn't a lot of work, but you could, I mean, it's a little easier to layer than to make ravioli. Breakfast
2: lasagna. I'm looking at it. Breakfast
1: lasagna. Look that up. Even just a yeah. Even if you just take like a cheese sauce and you you saute some eggs, still with the sausage, scramble some eggs, cut up some sausage, throw them in a pan, and some Mm. cheese, and then you put those.
0: I'm all about that. Why aren't we eating that right
2: now? I don't know. See, that's the thing. We're hungry.
0: You're listening to the best of the morning sickness. More, more, more.
1: Retail sales in the U.S. fell in February, Shaw, and we're seeing a lot of stores closing. I know Payless, Shopko. I mean the. Brick Long and mortar, life. brick and mortar stores. Uh, you know, at the malls are closing mm-hmm. left and right uh, as more and more people shift their purchases. I talked to a woman the other day uh, uh, who said she does basically all of her shopping online. Uh-huh. Doesn't do, and she hates going into the stores. Doesn't like the customer service. And uh, I know that if you don't have good customer service, you're going to struggle uh, in this day and age, Shaw. So here are some of the least successful retail stores out there. Okay. They're not working. These are the least successful retail stores. Male sexual organ, sporting goods. Um, think about
2: it. I, I, I unfortunately did. TJ anti-vax. <laughs> Least
1: successful retail stores, Ass Pro Shop. Missing a B there. I think, I think. you're missing the B. Uh, pro, best yeah, Biden. So. Oh boy. Get it, Shaw? Mm. I did. Least successful retail stores, Bath and Decomposed Body Works. Ew. <laughs> Way as good as Walking Dead was two weeks ago. This week was terrible. Really, the up final down, episode up of the down, season, yeah, season was terrible. Uh, least successful retail stores: Victoria's Secret penis.
2: <laughs> Whoa, hey, where'd that come from? <laughs>
1: Just kind Crying game, crack and barrel. <sighs> least Oof. successful retail stores: Oof. Amish Outfitters.
3: <laughs> <laughs> that one might work. Might <laughs> actually, be. actually, yeah.
1: Burlington Goat Factory. Oof.
3: Not a factory,
1: but I do like a good goat. hang out with some goats and you know check out some new sweaters. Uh, least successful retail stores: A few more William H Macy's, <laughs> uh, pet chart. Okay, <laughs> careful there. Yeah. Least successful retail stores: loins crafters.
2: He maybe, just wanted to say loins. Maybe
1: back in medieval times. Just, Avocado uh, Toast Republic.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> That's a thing. Instead of your stupid it's banana. Uh, least successful retail stores. A few more. This one killed me this morning. Forever 51. <laughs> <laughs>
2: uh, it's got its place. It's a new 40.
1: Uh, and last but not least, Shaw. These are the least successful retail stores. Hobby Throbby.
2: Oof. That's up there with the loins. Yeah. yeah. Loins crafters and... Hobby Throbby.
0: The greatest show on earth. The best, the best of the morning sickness. It certainly
3: doesn't have the ethical content that I think it should have. And it's never a good sign when life imitates National Lampoon's vacation. Hmm. A woman and her 60-year-old son were driving home to Quebec, Canada after a trip to Florida. When they got to the border, they were asked if they had anything to declare. (laughs) Well, yeah, Dad, there in the back seat because he's dead. Dad was over 80 years old. Apparently, at some point during the trip, had a heart attack. His wife and son decided they couldn't afford to deal with the American health care system. Boy, so there's a did he die? What? Did he die from the heart attack in the car?
1: And they said, screw it, let's just get to Canada. Or did they just refuse to go and get help for the guy?
3: No, I don't think there was an option of them. Uh, it was already it was gone. He, he died. Boom, yeah, he's, oh, he he he's dead. Okay. Right. Uh, they once he died, they kept driving for two days. With dear old dad decomposing in the back seat, a Canadian customs official says they've never seen anything like this before. They're not sure if the mom and son might be facing charges or even what they might be charged with. Whoa. Wake up, oh. Edna. It's time for her to eat and take her pill. Please get off me. <laughs> mom, tell Audrey to quit pushing on Edna on me. I'm sick of her lying on me
0: all the time. Be quiet.
1: Eddie. Honey, it's only a few hours to Phoenix. Let her be, she's fine.
0: She's not fine. She's
1: fine, don't be silly.
0: She's not fine, Clark. She's dead. She breathed. on me, a dead person Breathing. her hands you're stiff already. Ugh. She must have passed away somewhere near Flagstaff. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, good stuff, Shaw. Classic. And then they tied her to the roof yeah, and drove to the, the rain and dropped her out. Wouldn't you like to say something? <laughs> oh, Lord, dear Lord. <laughs> good stuff. Bad news, happy music here on The Morning Sickness on ninety-five-seven. The Rock. Thank you, Shaw. Yep. I'll talk to you tomorrow. I'm making that breakfast lasagna.
2: Mm, are you really?
1: I'm bringing it in tomorrow. Ooh.
2: Mm, okay. I'm not going to stop you.
1: We don't have an oven though, so it's just going to you have to reheat it in the microwave or something. I'm yeah, sorry. Yeah,
2: it's probably not going to go on the pizzazz, huh?
1: No. That's not- no, I'm not making it in the morning. I get up early enough already. Right. I'm getting up extra, extra early. For, so it'll
2: guess. be baked. We'll just have to nuke it.
1: Yeah, I mean, okay. I'll bake it. It'll be. I'll probably there'll probably be a piece or two missing. <laughs> I think I'm gonna have to you know test run at the house, but.
0: Yeah Ryan Come on Gene Let's go And Shaw Giving you the best they've got <laughs> No really
1: No big surprise Shaw We start talking about food yep. And things go off the rails What happened now? Well we were discussing pastas breakfast and lasagna and then, and... then the breakfast lasagna came up mm. And that's when it really went off the rails here yeah. On a crazy train Because the deep dive The real in-depth discussion in the studio That was off air between Gene and I uh, went Went astray uh, we started Googling uh, breakfast lasagnas. Gene was of the opinion that if you just eat a regular lasagna in the morning for breakfast, it is therefore a breakfast lasagna. And I said, no, a breakfast lasagna, to be classified that, has to be different. It has to include breakfast items like eggs and bacon and cheese and breakfast sausage, ham. You I guess know, I just really hash like browns. lasagna, Sean. <laughs> it doesn't <laughs> really matter what time <laughs> of the day <laughs> I, I eat it. I think it. at this point, Jean would take whatever she can get her hands <laughs> right. on. But we we did Google some, and uh, one that I'm not gonna eat is from your girl Giada. Yeah, Yeah, what's she cooking up? She wanted crepes, man. She's doing crepes.
3: Well, there's nothing wrong with crepes. There
2: isn't. But first, we got to make crepes just to make the damn layers in the lasagna. You know? Oh,
3: use crepes as the layer. Okay, see, that's a lot of work. See, I'm out. That's a lot. (laughs) Exactly. I'm (laughs) going with the no-boil
1: lasagna sheets. That's what Mm -hmm. what we're talking about. Boil some lasagna noodles. I'm okay with that. But I'm talking like a traditional lasagna, but instead of. Meat and red sauce and like uh you know and like meat
2: and red sauce.
1: No, but you replace that with eggs and cheese and bacon and hash browns. Maybe do like
2: a layer of hash browns on the bottom. Some of the ones we've seen have been really good. Oh man, the the breakfast with the ham and the cheesy, cheesy, cheesy. I'm not making
1: crepes. Are you kidding me? (laughs) Jeez, Louise. (laughs) Come on, Giada. Get out of here. Dial it back a little bit there for the rest of us people here.
0: You're listening to the best of the morning sickness. More, more, more.
1: Michael Jackson's daughter Paris turns 21 today. Shaw, he's also got a kid named Blanket, right? Uh yes. That's a nickname, though. <laughs> That's
2: a nickname, yes.
1: But uh, factor bullcrap. Famous kids with unusual names sure. edition. This Famous be- kids, kay. unusual names edition. Here we go, Shaw. You ready? Yep.
3: I am. All right. Beyonce and Jay Z have a son named Sir. Is that factor bullcrap? Oh, you know, I don't pay any attention to these celebrities and their kids, but I'll say fact. <laughs>
1: Sir Carter and his twin sister Rummy Rummy, were born in LA on june thirteenth of twenty seventeen. It's R U M I. Is that Rumi? I would Rummy? Think so? Hey Rummy. <laughs> Wasn't that an insult to a a, 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 a drunk, drunk yeah. essentially back in the day? Yep. Alright, well you got it right. Rumi? Rumi? I don't know. Is she Rummy. a big she a little, a little big in the hips? Rumi. <laughs> <laughs> uh, factor bull crap. Famous kids with unusual names edition. Kate Winslet has a son named Bear, B-E-A-R. Is that factor? or bullcrap? She's crap?
2: British, uh, so I don't know. Does that change things? Bear. Um, I
1: don't know. Fact. hoo It's five. His full name is Bear Blaze Winslet. The Blaze part is because Kate met her husband on Richard Branson's private island, and oh. the house they were in burned down.
2: That's where I met Mike. Yeah,
1: exactly. Alicia Silverstone also has a son named Bear.
2: Hmm. Like B-E-A-R? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Which I suppose is
1: better than B A R E. Well, yeah, or yes. B A E R, where that's you get was oh, then you get that's the real douchey <laughs> spelling of it. It's like, oh, good. you are gonna be called Bear. Just spell it Bear. Yeah. Factor Bullcrap Famous Kids with Unusual Names Edition Shop. Survivalist Bear Grills. Ah, uh,
2: huh. Uh-huh.
1: From Man vs. <laughs> Wild has yeah. two kids named Huckleberry and Marmaduke. Is that Factor Bullcrap? I'm
3: gonna hope that's bullcrap. Uh, you
1: know? Those are his sons' actual names, what? and he has a third son named Jesse. What's the matter with that kid? His real name, Bear Grill's real name, is Edward. His sister nicknamed him Bear when he was a baby. So he does have. He named
2: a kid Huckleberry? And Marmaduke.
1: Marmaduke. That's a
3: dog's name.
1: There's only one Marmaduke.
3: Yeah. He's and a it's, giant Great Dane.
1: Yeah. That's it. Unless you're Bear Grills and then you just name your kids huh. whatever. Well, Pulled out of a hat? What do you.
2: Huckleberry? Lose a bet? What'd you
1: lose? It? Thanks for naming me Marmaduke, Dad. Appreciate it. It's working like out real well for you know, me. Jesse's over here going, ha <laughs> <laughs> ha. <laughs> Did they well, learn their lesson with the first two?
2: And maybe, they said, we should probably just call this kid Jesse. Maybe they call him Huck and Duke. Maybe.
1: Factor Bullcrap. Famous kids with unusual names, Edition Shaw. Here we go. Tony Braxton has a kid named Denim. Is that Factor
3: Bullcrap? Is she a singer, Tony Braxton? Yeah. Uh, In de- the world of weird names. Yeah, Denim's that's not, not the so most bizarre. weird. I don't know. Let's say fact.
1: <laughs> she has a 17 year old son named Denim Cole Braxton Lewis. Her other son's name is Diesel. Spelled D I E Z E L. There's a Z in there, there. Last one. Last one, Shaw. Factor Bullcrap. Famous kids with unusual names. Edition Sting. Yeah. Not his real name. Stingling
2: and Dingo. Sting has a kid named Purple.
1: The color purple. P U R P L E. Is that Factor Bullcrap? He does not.
3: I'm going to call Bullcrap
1: on him. However, his name is Yellow? Don't go too far. Okay. <laughs> Don't blue, you touch that dial. It's Fuchsia. Fuchsia. Her name is Fuchsia, which is more like a pinkish purple. She turns 37 later on this month and goes by her middle name, Kate. Yeah. Thanks, yeah. Dad. Thanks, Dad.
2: Well, that was during that funky period, man. That was mm-hmm. like, the, some funky things were going on back then, honey. You can't hold that against me.
1: <laughs> you, you almost got them all right, Sean. The only one you missed was the bear one. Yeah. Nice job, Huckleberry buddy. Huckleberry and Marmaduke. Yeah.
0: The greatest show on earth. <laughs> The best, the best of the morning sickness.
3: It certainly doesn't have the ethical content that I think it should have. This is our robot. Mr. Cillian,
2: you say hi? Yeah. Yeah. We have weekly Tuesday meetings and it was brought up in one of the meetings. And we're like, you know what, that'd be a very good idea. (laughs) We'll see how good your driving is today.
1: It was really cool being able to do such an amazing project. Yay!
2: (laughs) They've helped so much. I mean,
3: this really helps him explore like he's never been able to before.
2: <laughs> we added two motor controllers. We added this breadboard. Styrofoam. We're so grateful.
3: Yep, very proud.
2: I think we won here more than we do at our competitions.
1: Morning Sickness, Brian and Jean here on ninety five seven the Rock with Scott Robertshaw in the newsroom, and that is Farmington, Minnesota Shaw. Yep. Mm-hmm. A uh, robotics team, a high school robot. And we know about these nerds, man. They do some amazing stuff. Amazing. And they built a motorized wheelchair for a two-year-old kid who has a genetic condition with symptoms that resemble cerebral palsy. And a real motorized wheelchair would have cost over $20,000. Now, we know G-Man, and we know how much these things Mm. cost and how intricate they can be and how important they are to their quality of life. So this kid, man... Dad emailed the old high school, threw the idea out yeah. to the robotics team. They were up for it. They took a Power Wheels riding toy, installed a new electrical equipment, replaced the old components yeah. using a 3D printer, shot. So all
2: that stuff. Total that
1: nerdlinger yeah. stuff. And they went and did it, and it's an amazing That's story. Awesome. Absolutely uh, awesome. Out of our backyard in Farmington, Minnesota. Mm-hmm. An amazing story about these kids who... And you, you got to watch the video of this kid in his, in his wheelchair and how...
2: Well, he can I mean, get around. He
3: can yeah. move. Yeah, he has got them with them with them. a genetic condition that makes it hard for him to move his body. So this gives him a great deal more mobility. A than
1: joystick me. that fits his... Yep. <coughs> He's a two-year-old. His name is Cillian Jackson. And uh, his mother, Chrissy, says these kids took time out of their busy schedules to do this for our son. We're so mm. grateful. It's unbelievable. That's awesome.
0: Brian. Come on! Gene. Let's go! And Shaw. Giving you the best they've got. <laughs> no, really
1: the Morning Sickness, Brian and Gene. And barefoot Blue Jean Night is about the only one I recognize. Huh? From, from Jake Owen. You know Jake Owen, the country guy? I do
2: not. I've heard the name, but I don't...
1: What's this oh, one called? This is the Barefoot Blue Jean. Oh, oh a
2: Barefoot Blue Jean. Uh, you know. Okay,
1: I don't know. You can go out often enough. You hear it in a bar somewhere. Okay. And the beers was ass cold. Hey, dude... White chicks. I don't know they dig this stuff. I don't get it. My friend Jillian, she's always mad. Well, always. How can I get meet and greets for Garth Brooks? And I'm like, oh, I'll just pull them right out of my anus. That's, how, that's where they come from. That's where all the meet and greets live. It's right up in my rear end.
2: It's like, now it's his new album, apparently. In is he coming to country oh, boom? Wait. Is
1: this guy coming to country boom? Know. Did you see they got the yodeler? I might have to go check the yodeler kid out. The kid, the oh, Walmart yes. yodeler kid? They got him a country. Unless that's an April Fool's joke. Uh, I, I saw it yesterday, so I assume it's not an April Fool's joke, but will you check on that? The Walmart Yodeler I Kid. Can, I know who you're
2: talking about.
1: If Geefer wasn't in Vegas for that thing, I'd ask him. But Yeah, they're uh, they're bringing the Yodeler Kid in, the maybe, country boom, maybe. I think. The Walmart Kid. Yeah, kid. So what about Jay? Anyways, Jay going. I don't know diddly about him, but he's got this song uh, called Barefoot Blue G Night, and apparently he had a run-in with Phil Mickelson at a wedding. I did give Phil Mickelson a lot of shit, though at Jordan Spieth's wedding. Jordan got married in November and Phil was there and it was the day after he played Tiger. I had a few cocktails and um, <laughs> yeah. I saw him across the room and I was like, I gotta go tell this guy what I think. So I walked over to him I was like, hey, Phil, you owe me $29.99. I was like, for wasting four hours oh, of my life man. with the this- Golf I've ever seen. You guys hyped this whole thing up about this big match. You guys couldn't even make three birdies between the two of you. Oh, I want my $29.99 oh. back and apologize to me for some golf. And he pulls out a wad out of his out of his I love this. and he grabs a hundred. He's like, Yeah, I won 90,000 of these yesterday. <laughs> Take a hundred and go <laughs> Oh boss moves Wait, only. Like, hey, swear. Phil Mickelson is my new hero. <laughs> my newest hero is Phil. He's my spirit animal. I want to be Phil Mickelson. Pulling out a wad of hondos and giving this famous country guy one of them and saying, here you go. Now go F yourself.
2: There, there. Love it. Well, you want your money back? There you go.
1: The friggin' sports here on the Morning Sickness brought to you by Unique Edge. Phil Mickelson in a verbal spat with country music singer Jake Owen at Jordan Spieth's wedding. At a wedding, and you have too many, and then you go up to Phil Mick. What do you think? You come well, as the king, you best it's kind not of miss.
2: funny, though. I oh, mean, no, that he was yeah, gonna go I mean, up and yeah. ask. I yeah, mean, that's was obviously
1: ribbing him, giving him yeah, a hard time about it, but uh, acceptable. That's funny. Is that kid coming? Is the yodel kid
2: coming? It says he is Friday, the 12th of July.
1: <sighs> I don't know if I can stomach going
2: out there. They're gonna do a live feed or something so I don't have to be there, I don't, like physically. I, I don't know. You know him, you love him, and now you can see him live at Country Boom because he sings and stuff too. He doesn't just yodel, oh, right? I don't. That's all I saw on the all the videos was the yodeling. Yeah. So I don't, yeah. I don't know. I
0: don't know. You're listening to the best of the morning sickness. More, more, more. No big surprise, but uh, Avengers
1: Endgame is setting records already with pre sale tickets. Everybody's—they're just going to print money. It's going to be silly. Shot. My guess is they're going to reach a billion dollars in ticket sales within a weekend. There's so many. I mean, we're, it's unprecedented. Well, it would be because Avengers Infinity War did it in 11 days. Captain Marvel surpassing $1 billion in worldwide box office receipts yesterday just after 26 days in theaters. Oh. That's pretty impressive. Yeah, that is
2: impressive, too. <laughs> so
1: Business Insider decided to list all 16 movies that have made a $1 billion in less than a month. Okay. And uh, number one was Avengers Infinity War, 11 days. That's all it took. Wow. Endgame, of course, coming out later on this month. And uh, we're going to be doing uh, ticket giveaways for a a private screening of that, Shaw, with Gaming Generations uh, through our website. We'll have our
2: own theater, Shaw. That's how we roll. That's how
1: we roll. Yeah, I can't be hanging out with the unwashed masses. Uh, Star Wars Force Awakens, 12 days to reach a billion dollars. Jurassic World, 13 days. Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom, 14 days. Fast and the Furious Seven. I I was wondering if that, when was that the,
2: franchise was going to. That get was out the of one that.
1: when he died. I think he died after the filming, and so he was in it. But then, yeah. So I think that was uh, Furious Seven. Seventeen days for that one. Fate of the Furious, which was the next one. Nineteen days. Star Wars: The Last Jedi. Nineteen days to reach a billion dollars in worldwide box office receipts. Uh, then you got Avatar. Nineteen days.
2: Really? Okay.
1: Yep. Uh, Harry Potter: Deathly Hallows Part Two. 19 days as well. Avengers, the uh, original one, 19 days. Iron Man 3, Avengers Age of Ultron. You see a theme here, Sean? Yeah, I'm seeing it. Nerd Nerd movies, man. Marvel is just printing money in the basement over there. Uh, Avengers Age of Ultron at number 12 with 24 days to reach a billion. Then Black Panther, Captain America Civil War. Captain Marvel, um, uh, as we mentioned. All
3: superhero movies.
1: Yeah, and then Beauty and the Beast. Just throw that one in there. Uh, 29 (laughs) days for that one. (laughs) All those movies, by the way, came out in the past 10 years. The oldest one is Avatar, which came out in December of 2009. And uh, as I mentioned, Avengers Endgame coming out later this month. We'll have some tickets to give away for that uh, in the next couple of weeks through our website. Thanks to Gaming Generations, and my guess is that one will set the record.
0: The greatest show on earth. The best, the best of the morning sickness. It
3: certainly doesn't have the ethical content that I think it should have. Two next-door neighbors were at one of the men's homes sitting on the back deck drinking. They then decided to put on a bulletproof vest and took turns shooting each other.
0: Hicks <laughs> shot Ferris in the chest one time with a
3: 22 caliber you semi-automatic rifle. Ferris then took the vest off and Hicks tried it on. Now, according to the police report, Ferris was mad about getting shot and how much it hurt, so he then shot Hicks Ow. several times in his back.
2: i three kids. Two of them still live at home here in livestock This right next to them, and they shoot, you know, as many as 50 to 100 rounds at a time.
3: I just want to make sure that it's not just left hanging, no charges. You know, there has to be something done about it with the children that were present, you know. Uh. If nothing's done, it could
2: escalate into someone getting seriously injured next time, maybe somebody that's not on their
1: property. Morons like this mm-hmm. are why gun debates exist, Sean. Oh my gosh. why. Because you have idiots with guns who don't deserve them. Well, One of them somehow got his hands on a bulletproof vest.
2: I got an idea. Let's, Let's see how much this hurts. Down
1: there in Arkansas, <laughs> showing up at a hospital on Sunday with chest pain, severe bruises. Oh, Apparently well, they lied about so what happened initially, and then the story comes mm-hmm. out. These two idiots... <laughs> Fifty-year-old Charles Ferris wore it first, and his 36-year-old neighbor Chris Hicks shot him in the chest with the 22-caliber rifle. Obviously, the vest stopped the bullet; did its intended job. Well, but then he okay. was angry at how much it hurt. That hurt. <laughs> hey, man, that one hurt. I mean, I could have got shot and it could die, but that hurts. I don't want to get hurt. <laughs> so he had Chris put the vest on and Your then turn. unloaded a clip into his back, as you heard there. It also stopped all those bullets, and then these two uh, dummies show up at the hospital.
2: Yeah.
1: Charles didn't want Chris to get in trouble, so he claimed they were paid $200 to protect a quote asset. <laughs> these two hillbillies, <laughs> if you see them, Shaw, you'll know they ain't protecting they squat. Not. You couldn't protect a porta potty, you two morons. And then they got into a shootout while they were guarding the asset. That was their... That's, that's their it. brilliant explanation. We only explanation had one vest, though. Oh, so I to, get it now. Yeah, we had to swap
2: vests. We had to give it back and forth while we were getting we shot were, at. We were guarding the asset. Yes. Oh, my goodness. They hired us to watch the asset.
1: Uh, unfortunately, Charles' wife, uh, she don't play that. So, yeah. She, she showed up at the hospital and un- unveiled the yeah. truth. And, uh, that's what
3: you, these dummies were really doing. You morons.
1: Ugh. Not even bad news, happy music. Just. Right now, they're both facing charges for aggravated assault and could get up to six years in jail. (laughs) Hey, man, no be good idea. (laughs) Put this bull brew bat on to shoot at you.
2: In town, right here. Let's do it in the front yard. Let's just go in the backyard, man. All right,
3: cool. Hey,
0: Ryan. Come on. Gene. Let's go. And Shaw, giving you the best they've got. (laughs) No, really?
1: Top questions you should ask yourself Before becoming a stripper As I've mentioned many times before Shaw took a stripper to my prom 27 year old stripper Had a good time I was amazed at how much money she made
3: Hmm. That night or
1: just generally speaking, trust me, she could have made money that night. All my friends were like, Hey, man, how much to get her on the table? I'm like, I don't know. I asked her.
2: <laughs> well, this is probably not the place where she's going to. So funny. She showed up in one of her stripper dresses
1: at my house. My mom's pinning All the on. You, get your pictures. She's like, she's like, I have to ask, but are you wearing any underwear? And she's like, Oh, yeah. And she just pulled her <laughs> dress open there, there. Oh, yeah. Okay, some cool. underwear.
3: Yeah.
1: All right. But uh, she made a lot of money. She only worked Friday and Saturday night Shaw, which is you know prime time in the in the industry. And mm-hmm. I mean, she was taking in like three, she four was a grand. High class stripper, though. I, I don't know about class, but okay. she was she was maybe the the one at the top of the seniority level. I don't know. But she made a lot of money. So here are some questions to ask yourself before you become a stripper. Can I remember to feed the goldfish in my high heels? <laughs> I just watched the 40-year-old virgin, and he went into the eBay store and wanted to get them kiss boots that had the goldfish in them. Uh, do I enjoy listening to Warrant? <laughs> what about a Warrant? Oh, and yeah, do I like listening to Warr- <laughs> A lot of Warrant. Cherry pie. Uh, girls, 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 my like <sighs> Questions to ask yourself before becoming a stripper. Can I make more money working at Robert Kraft's massage parlor? <laughs> Oof. Ouch. Ouch. Yeah. Probably not.
3: Well, he's a frequent
1: customer.
2: So. No, no, I don't think so. Not at 65 <laughs> bucks.
1: Can I get my dad to say just one nice thing about uh, me? <laughs> Daddy issues. Uh. Can I come up with a more original pole routine <laughs> than Firewoman to the Rescue? Yeah,
3: gotta work on that.
1: Questions uh, to ask yourself before is there becoming a, name a stripper? One in here? How excited am I to find out what my pharmacist recommends for rashes on the inner thigh oh. caused by the billions of bacteria that live on the stripper pole? Ugh. Ugh. A lot of chafing, maybe? Chafing. They all—they have a spritzer now, and they go on mm. the towel. A different than it was in the nineties. Uh, Will customers tell me it's ruining the fantasy when I show them photos of my sixteen-year-old <laughs> fatherless son? Don't bring me down. Some questions to ask yourself before you become a stripper. Shaw, a few more. With all of his issues, does Charlie Sheen still tip like he used to? <laughs> I'm thinking yes. He's got some kind of new vape pen or weed or something, something he's into. Like that another business. Have I thought of a cool stripper name like Sapphire uh, or Onyx or Kim Kardashian? I was waiting for it. Top questions to ask yourself before becoming a stripper. Should I keep an old rolled up copy of Forbes <laughs> around just in case Mr. Trump shows up?
0: Ooh.
1: Last but not least, the top question you should ask yourself before becoming a stripper. Do any of the strip clubs have on-site daycare? <laughs> <laughs> Can we just wrap this all
3: into one? Where struggle is real.
1: I saw these. I saw we were at Hampton Beach one time. Me and my buddy Brian. It was for my, it was his bachelor party. We went to the strip. That was the guy, the mudslide guy. We went to the strip club up at Hampton Beach. And he wanted to wait around for the girls after they got done. And I'm like, dude, that is such a creepy, not happening yeah. thing. I'm like, I'll leave you here. We're not. You're not, we not with,
2: waiting. We're not. Yeah. They
1: don't want to. They don't know you. They don't want to talk to you. They want nothing to do with they you. Punched out. That you want to stand behind the building and get your ass beat by the bouncer who walks the girls to their cars. You go right ahead and do it. They I'm don't. Out. They don't remember you or your <laughs> face or anything, buddy. Yeah, it was a uh, mudslide guy ordered a mudslide at the strip club but even the even the waitress at the strip club was like you sure about that right. <laughs> then you hear the stupid thing over the mute you know the music's so loud in the strip club but you hear the stupid mudslide thing, wah, wah, and everybody's like what the hell is going on and then he, takes it. With beer well, then he takes it sure. he goes to sniffer's Row with the stupid mudslide it's, you know big stupid looking mudslide and i'm like what are you doing dude <laughs> oh my god i've heard uh, they have good mudslides here i hated that guy uh, you know what i'm oh. really
2: in the mood for
1: he was also, this is how weird this kid was. I think I told you this. We went to the restaurant to get dinner before we went out to the strip club. He got some kind of pasta dish, and he took the tomatoes and the mushrooms that were in the pasta dish and separated them from the pasta first before he ate any of it. Okay. Then he ate the pasta, and then he ate the mushrooms, and then he ate the tomatoes.
3: Well, that doesn't make any sense. Like,
1: he pushed them to the side of the plate. Same it was later. It was
3: the weirdest thing. That I he needed just, an after-dinner drink
2: like a mudslide, shot. Oh, so my cool. goodness. Like, you know where they make a good one? And I club. bought the first round, and I was so
1: pissed. I was like... <laughs> yeah just get us a round of beers you know what i mean like whatever and he's like mm, i think i'm a mudslide I'm like, no you son of a oh I-, I never wanted to slap another man more than i wanted to slap that guy <laughs> we've got podcasting just funny as hell this is all over again
0: this is the morning sickness podcast
2: yeah boy
0: only on 957Therock.com.